0: Hello and welcome to Leader Horse to Water, the equine training and behaviour podcast. I'm your host Trudy Dempsey. You can find all my information at trudydempsey.card.co. There you'll find links to all my social media and my upcoming courses. That's Trudy Dempsey, all one word. dot card, c a r r d. dot c o. On with the podcast. Susan and I together and we've just done the final voiceovers for our train your horse to weight course on understand horses and a few things came up from that and a few things have been sort of piquing my interest lately as well Uh, particularly one um, Hannah Brannigan's last two podcasts about shaping I thought were really interesting obviously she's a dog trainer but I think it's something really hard for people to do in the horse world um, everyone can quote shaping and the rules and mm-hmm. all that, but why is it so hard for people to actually do it? You know, I find people, clients that I go back to, who are still clicking the same things a year after their horse has learned it and they haven't got on with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that a dog thing as well? Do you find that's the same with... I mean, because we're probably saying... No, I was going to say we're saying novice, more rookie
1: trainers, but actually...
0: I think I see
1: it across yeah. the board. Yeah. I think all trainers is there a dog thing as well. Hmm, Maybe.
0: Don't know. What's so hard? Why, why is it so hard to go out and say, right? Okay. I've trained it to that. Now I'm not going to keep giving reinforcement for that. I'm going to
1: move it forwards. I wonder if sometimes like, so I, I see quite a lot of dogs and you'll see the difference. My dogs offer behaviour almost too much mm. sometimes because I've done a lot of shaping with them and sometimes I have to rein them in a little bit. So they do keep offering and they often offer the next step, which yeah. I can then capture. Yeah. Whereas um, other dogs that I work with, they don't offer anything. Anything, yeah. And then you think, well, how do I move forwards? And obviously with a dog, it's much easier to get out of a lure or a target or... Yeah. Or something like that. But with a horse, obviously, we try and avoid using laws. So it makes it more difficult to get that offering of behaviour. Yeah. And with horses, you get a horse that offers too much behaviour. And then you get frustration built in. And, yeah. and
0: people spend the rest of their training lives with that horse trying to stop them being so excited about you know stop dropping and all the rest of it
1: so i wonder if it's breaking it down into small enough steps and realizing how small the steps are but keeping going forwards with yeah
0: i think it's interesting i'm I'm going to use an example because i think it's really good to have a practical example to work through and we're going to keep this really short um because we weren't planning on doing one anyway but we've got 20 minutes to play with so we might as well do something um really really good example training the mountain block with becky and you have to be really careful because if you're not careful, your, your horse keeps pushing your button to give it some food because it stood still at the mounting block. And so ultimately some horses, not all horses, but some horses then are frustrated because they're like, well, I always got food. When you put your feet on that mountain block, you always feed them. And people are really bad at shaping that whole process of, well, now you're going to get your click when I put my foot in the stirrup. Now you're going to get your click when I put my leg over. And there's this kind of worry that your horse is going to move. So there's it's almost like a desperation mm-hmm. click, isn't mm-hmm. it? Panic clicking. Yeah, it is. It's like a panic clicking. And so then your shaping is... And anyway, how many people actually... I did actually write a shaping plan for Becky, not that she needs to stick to it. Exactly. But just to give her an idea about where that clicker's got to move to, because otherwise we just keep clicking, you stand here, you stand here when I put my foot in. So basically people are feeding every tiny little segment of the behaviour instead of actually shaping the Mm behaviour. And yeah, at the mountain block, again, we talk about this uh, all the time. It's more of a fade in protocol because you're doing something to the horse while it's mm-hmm. there. But it's still a shaping process for you to do all those things. So ultimately, I, I love to give food when I get on. But ultimately, that will be when I'm in the saddle, check my girth, got my stirrups, it feet in my stirrups, and I'm comfortable with it but people will feed every little tiny bit of that process. So there's no shaping going on at all because you've broken it down, but you're feeding every last little tiny bit in it. Um, and you know even to the point that you've got to shape the fact that you'll pick up the reins and the horse does nothing, people forget to do those things, but they're still giving that click right at the beginning. And so a good example of that, what can we think of in say dog training? Maybe we've just been doing a bit with your dogs. Um,
1: settling on your mat. Yes. So you yes. just keep giving them the food for settling the yeah. first
0: bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what I I did make an error with my dogs because they were watching me like hawks so it wasn't and I was having to constantly feed them because they were watching me move around the room. Um so then I started shaping a bit of disengagement from me on yeah. the mat. And now they they're better. They truly seen them at their words because there was lots of people in the kitchen which makes them more excited. Um, but I had to shape the behavioural... Re- obviously, we don't know if they're relaxed, and I know that they are operantly putting their heads on the mask because <laughs> they know that's what will pay. Um, but anchoring them onto the bed a bit more and disengaging from what I'm doing. Mm. And yeah. I, I've had to... My dogs, are like I say, they offer behaviour left, right and centre. So if they're looking at me, they're like, well, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. So... Um, and it's really hard because you put
0: them on the bed, that is like, that's what they get their mark, mm. their click yep. for. And if you haven't got the time, and let's face it, most of us haven't got lots of time, if you can't shape that to being like an hour, yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, it's really hard. With my two, it's relatively easy too. That's, I mean but you've got five and sometimes well, six. Well, four as a four, roll. Yeah, yeah, four and sometimes six. So, yeah. you know, that is massively hard to try and mm. keep all those balls in the air. But what we're trying to say is that if you don't shape a procedure, whether it's adding duration, which we've been doing mm-hmm. in the course, and the, the thing is that when people add duration, I think they get a bit lost because they're they're like, mm-hmm. well, how long do I wait each time? And obviously each individual is different. And how much do I add of me moving about? So mm-hmm. of course we had some people that would move around a lot quite early and their horse is absolutely glued to the ground. <laughs> oh, bless him. Sorry, that's. Uh, we, we haven't shaped Susie's son not to knock on the door <laughs> when we're recording, which would have been cool because he's just asking about chicken. <laughs> <laughs> bless him. He's going to have to starve now. No, it's um, me going to starve. Oh, it's Sorry, oh, right, we don't mind Susie starving because she can survive. Um, but it's adding that duration in a way that the dog or the horse can cope with it and not keep marking that very first yeah. you got on your bed yeah. because that's the original behavior yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you then try to take away the food from that if you haven't built in duration properly then you're going to have a real real steep slope with your animal yeah. because they're like hang on i've always got paid for getting on this bed so you know the rule that says don't go too slow and don't go too fast mm-hmm. it is true you've yeah. got to be really careful that you're in the right ballpark with it otherwise you get absolutely
1: no behavior or you get yep. like, I, that i also think like going back to the mountain block you can use your movement as mm. i know we hate the word keep going signal but um yeah. the distractions build d- duration yeah so me putting the foot my foot in the stirrup is a distraction that's building to dis- oh, too many Ds, duration. <laughs> so that kind of means, okay, just keep going Yeah, while yeah. I'm doing these things. And yeah. I know for my horses with weightings, and I, I think a lot of horses looking at those videos, standing still next to them is way harder yeah, the, than moving. Yeah, than moving away. Yeah.
0: Two, two things. One, because the food close-up is hard, I think, yeah. for all animals. The food really close-up to their noses, they find very difficult, horses particularly, because we don't train that initial... Um, loop that reinforcement loop of the feeding so that's really hard but i just think people are really really get pushed to give food they just keep their horse keeps nudging food out of them whatever they're doing so i think the advice would be go for for you guys is a to sign up for a course with susan i obviously definitely um but really (laughs) just to think about moving forwards to not keep getting stuck it doesn't you know, I I always say about feeding every click, obviously, and there are some behaviours that ultimately, like walk on, you don't every day feed walk on, you might feed it later as part of a chain of of a group of exercises you're doing to get a pattern, but you don't feed walk on every day, so you're not going into that variable reinforcing Mm -hmm. technically, it's just done, it's finished, it's a behaviour the horse knows, and sometimes you'll just have a, you know, really sort of intense shaping session on just that, making sure that re- your horse is really on the ball with that walk. Uh, but once the behaviour is learned, apart from those little brushing up exercises, really move on. Yeah. You've
1: shaped move it. Move on to the next bit. Yeah, get more
0: walk or go to trot or, yeah. you know, do your standstill and stop. Just keep thinking you've got to keep plugging food into every mm-hmm. tiny movement that your horse yeah, and the performs. The problem is the more you do that, the more the horse expects yeah. it. Yeah, and then they're really pissed off because they... <laughs> they're not getting it and as soon as they're not getting it then you're going to see a a lowering of the behaviour they offer you so yeah think about your shaping we'll do some proper um, podcasts on shaping going forwards because I think it would be good to give some better examples and to work through so if anyone has got a shaping problem that you'd like us to consider um, drop us a line and um, we'll you know work through a specific example with you and that would be great um That's all from us for now. Um, Enjoy your shaping and get on with it. (laughs) Bye. I'm Trudy Dempsey and you've been listening to Lead a Horse to Water. Thank you for listening and don't forget, please share the podcast in as many places as you can. See you on the next one.